This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. This is um, Rutherford County Week. Um, had uh, uh, little the little Brandon boy, you, you might say, and uh, now I've got the little uh, Maples girl. I mean, of course, we're talking about a number of generations. Sarah Clark, and I am going to do my best to pronounce your name, your last name. Good <laughs> luck. Uh, Boca Rosa. Boca Rosa. I was close. It was close. Yeah, I, that, that's pretty that's good. That's how most people say it. Really? How you did, yes. Well, with O, but uh, I'm going to spell that for everybody. It's B-O-C-C-A-R-O-S-S-A. That's right. Isn't that amazing? You go from Maples to... Baccarosa? I know. I know. It was actually Mason to Baccarosa, but still quite a change. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, with the family name and everything, your mom, of course, is Betsy. Right. Uh, who is one of the sweetest ladies I've ever known. I, I just love to be around and talk to her. And you've, you live, uh, she lives on where her husband built them a uh, house right there on the river. Yes. Uh, it is an absolutely beautiful place. Mm, it is. And I've, I've been waiting for her to invite me to go over <laughs> with a cup of coffee and sit there and just while away the day. You'll just have looking to show at that up river. one day. Yeah. Well, she said, that's, that's what she said. But uh, <laughs> um, I love that uh, area right there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And... See how many? Uh, I've got one, two, three, four generations of maples with with you here. Wow! Yeah, I go back a long way, and I remember your granddaddy uh, used to um, live right there off of that slab. You know where I'm talking about? Oh yeah. And uh, people would go over there, and they'd have these wild parties back there. <laughs> And as soon as they started, he would call me, Truman, I've got a bunch of drunks back here. I need your help. <laughs> and I'd run over there, bless your hearts, and played uh, football with your granddaddy. Wow. Yeah. So I, it's old home work, uh, week for me. I, yeah, it it really like is. It. Uh, do you have a long uh, knowledge of the history of your family? A little bit. I'm learning more and more from my mom. Mm-hmm. She... Uh, had a family tree done recently, and I've been meaning to look at it, but we've been talking about it a lot just with how many questions I get out of the maples about our family history. It's making me realize 
how many things I don't know. So I've been asking her a lot of questions and learning more of the history. So I need to write it down. So yes, I don't you do. Forget. You know, I can still remember my great grandmother telling me about uh, the war of uh, Yankee aggression. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And uh, I would sit at her feet. That was before TV or anything. In fact, they, I don't think they even had a radio back there. Yeah. And uh, just listening to her, it was kind of like uh, Uncle Remus telling his tales about Burr Rabbit and all those <laughs> other things going on. It yeah. really was special. Yeah. Now, where have you been? Because this is the first time I have met you. Give me a right. little bit of your history. Well, I went to Riverdale. Yeah. Go Warriors. So after I graduated from there. They got beat by there, Oakland this, this oh, year, you know. hate to hear that. We weren't there. We were going to go. Yeah. And then we were out of town. Yeah. Uh, but after graduating from there, I moved to Jackson, Tennessee to go to Union University, which is where I met my husband, Chris. Mm-hmm. And I, we both volunteered for a high school ministry called Young Life in college and then after college i worked for young life full-time for Mm -hmm. three years and we got married and lived there for three years so we i was in jackson for seven years and murfreesboro changed a lot during that time no kidding and it really grew (laughs) while i was gone and so i came back we moved back last august Mm -hmm. and we love it here it's great being back with my family and now i'm in real estate and so we love it it's it's really good to be home well, I'm right next to your home. Uh, yes. Over not where you live, but uh, the Maples. It, it's really grown over there. Yeah, I remember has. when Betsy was planning it all out, and she took me over to the old uh, house that, that she lived in there years yeah. ago. And uh, it's amazing. It, it just absolutely exploded out there. It did. And really, it hasn't hurt that area at all it's good to have those people move in it's it's just special but i'm one of these people when i I see all the old farms are just evaporating yeah and and it's turning into subdivisions but uh so far that has been a real plus it's not a negative at all for the community yeah it definitely brings some life out there and some new excitement yeah for sure are most of the people that are moving in are they um, older or are they younger people? It's a really diverse group of people. You yeah. see young couples, you see families with kids, and then older couples as well. We just have a really, I mean, people who have bought from me out there have been really diverse. And you mm-hmm. just see all kinds of people walking around. And so I like it out there because it's not just one group of people. There's really a mm-hmm. place for everybody. Do they equate you at all with your history, your family history, to that area? When I'm out there, so I work out there on the weekends, and Mm -hmm. I represent Harney Homes out there. So I do spend a lot of time meeting people out in the Maples. Um, Sometimes it does come up that it was my family farm, and people really like to hear that, especially when they're coming around considering moving there. They love to hear the history and at first, I would be nervous to tell people that it was my family farm, and I don't know why, but now that I've started telling people, I realize they love to hear the story behind it. I think people like to live somewhere with a history, so that makes it pretty special. Well, you're pretty easy to talk to. I mean, when <laughs> you first you. came in, you know, you're you're like a baby to me, and when you came <laughs> through the door and we started talking, it was just a natural reaction, so well, good. Uh, you seem to love people now. Now, when you were at Union University and you started reaching out to others, is that part of what goes on 
at the university itself as far as um, uh, you and, and your husband. Tell me a little bit about that program that you were with. Oh, Young Life. So yeah. Young Life is a ministry to high school students. It's not connected to a certain church or anything like that, but it's um, a group of volunteers. Oftentimes it's college students, but older people as well, um, who are at a certain high school, assigned Mm -hmm. to that school, and they go and do what we call contact work and get to know high school kids and become their friend. And we say that, you know, we want to become their friend in order to tell them about Jesus because they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so that's what it was all about was just loving high school kids and telling them about Jesus along the way. And so it's a really great place to build community and make friends and meet your husband um, doing something like that. So that definitely taught me a lot with even what I'm doing now with real estate is building relationships and communicating with people. Mm -hmm. So it, I loved it and I still love that ministry here in Murfreesboro too. Were the young people, the high school people, were they, did they accept what you were trying to relate to them? It, it depends on the student that we were talking to. My husband mm-hmm. and I in college led at a Christian school, so yeah. that had its own set of challenges because they already heard this every single day at school. Yeah. And um, when I worked for Young Life, I worked at a magnet school, a public school in Jackson, and so that was a little different. It wasn't as um, commonly heard, I guess. But Jackson is a very big church town, which is a great thing, but it definitely meant that a lot of kids we talked to already had heard the gospel and knew it. So that it had its challenges, but most kids, you know, were open to hearing it, but it just depended on who we were talking to. Are you glad what your mom suggested for you? What's as far that? as going to Union and oh yes yes because she she was the one that heard about Union first yeah and I, I think I've had some cousins that have gone to yeah, yeah I really loved it and um, I think it was just the right place for me I knew it was where I was supposed to go and I think back and think about all the friends that I have from Union and my husband and working for Young Life after going to Union and just it would be so different my life would be so different if I didn't go there so yeah. I'm really thankful for that school. What is the future looking for you as far as real estate and how much more are you going to do with that particular area as far as building? And another thing that just interests me is, you know, the Harney family yes. has a, a, a large interest in, in farms and things like that right. also. Right. So it, it, it just... It just continues on. The history of Rutherford County just gets deeper and deeper. Right, it does. And it's funny because Newton Parks and I work with Harney Homes, so it's kind of a little trio of deep roots <laughs> that we have that there. That sounds like we should have been competitive. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> we like to work together, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're going to be building for several more years at the Maples. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're in Section 4 right now and they're already getting ready for section five and we don't even know how many sections there's going to be but there's going to be a lot of homes so probably for 10 more years we're going to be building out there so i'm excited i hope to be representing harney homes out there for that long but i love working out there and want to do it as long as i can so uh is this going to be a continuous building as far as uh making the subdivisions larger uh or um, 
do you kind of slow down a little bit and then trigger it up again? Because um, I know that the, there's a lot of people moving into this area. That everybody wants yes. to come. Used to be people wanted to go over in Williamson County, but it's mm-hmm. just the opposite. People want to go in Rutherford County right now. Not only do you get as nice a house or and nicer in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but you don't have to pay as much also. Right, yeah. There's definitely a ton of new development happening in town all over. I mean, you just have to drive a little bit around town to notice, yeah. but it definitely is meeting the demand of people moving in, moving to Murfreesboro, and you see that a lot with new apartments, too. There's just constantly new housing going up for all the people moving here, which is exciting to me. I love to see that. Um, but for the Maples, we haven't, we've tried to be constantly building and that's the goal is to Mm -hmm. go from section to section. We did have a bit of a lull before this next section. And I think that taught us that we don't want that to happen again because we kind of ran out of inventory before we have our new stuff built. And we have a lot of things on the ground now. They're not completed, but so it's about to get, get there again, where there's a lot, a lot of houses for sale over there, but it was definitely, you know, not fun when we had the lull in construction. So we definitely want to keep the sections going constantly in the future. Does the cost of the material, it probably affects you a lot right now because I know one area uh, in the building process is the lumber. It's just gone through the roof. It has. I think I heard it came down a little bit. I don't know if it still is. I haven't heard, but it was, yeah, it was crazy, and so that's definitely affecting new construction for sure. Now, is it? Do people also have the option over at the Maples to uh, purchase the land, and do they utilize have to utilize the builders, or how is that set up? Yes, so we have four exclusive builders, yeah. and those builders buy the lots up front. Mm-hmm. So you can't come in and buy just a lot; you have to get with a builder, choose your lot, and the builders have their assigned lots that they've purchased. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, you either really want that lot and you go with the builder or you choose your builder and pick one of their lots, which is what most people do. But um, yes, our builders are Harney Homes, Sam Anderson, Steve Martin, and Four Corners. They're all great local builders. That's really important they are. Uh, to my mom to have all local people out at the Maples uh, and she selected the, those builders, right? Yes, yes. She is selective with them. And, yeah. you know, she wants good builders that she can trust and endorse. And so we do only work with those four. And every section is a little different. But for this section, that's who we have. And that's who you have to build with to yeah. live out there. Is there an office in what I call the, um, it, it, I, I call it kind of like the place to go and relax a little bit. The amenity but, center? Yeah, the amenity yes. center. Yes. Right now we're calling it the sales center because that's where we're sitting on the weekends. To... That's too harsh. you got to call it something else. <laughs> it serves a lot of purposes. Yeah. And so we do have an office in there, and that's where we meet with people when, you know, we're discussing building and looking at the plats to choose their lots and things like that. So the, the you're, you're a, a firm uh, yes. uh, do do you kind of when the people come in do they relate to you uh, as far as what they're actually wanting and and what you have to offer and all the things that are involved or do or do they go to the builders first? I would think that they would. 
they typically come to us. It happens sometimes when they contact the builder directly, mm-hmm. but the builders will usually send them back to us because that's really our job and what we're supposed to be doing is helping them through that process. And so, yeah, we mostly will mostly be the ones working with buyers and mm-hmm. people who are wanting to build. And now, sometimes they have their own agent, so we're working yeah. with the agent. Are you, you going to stay with the type of homes that you're building or uh, each one of the new sections or are you going to make changes as far as the value of the home, the size, and all of that? And, and do you have restrictions as far as the type of homes that will be in there? Every section does have its own restrictions of minimum square footage and different things like that. So the hope is that in our future sections, well, we will have bigger lots, and some, some of the lots will be bigger in future mm-hmm. sections. And so we will be able to build bigger homes so that's been kind of the goal is that as it grows, we'll have bigger options. Um, but, you know, it the square footage minimum is really what people want anyway. It never really holds anybody back. Mm-hmm. So people typically can build what they want. But, uh, yeah, we'll be able to have some bigger lots and bigger homes in the future. Now, are, are big homes uh, the one thing that the – younger people are looking for right now uh, as they start their families and the family grows and and uh, a little bit more land space because as people get older like me i uh your de- uh, granddaddy talked me into the five acres back there oh yeah and he liked to work me to death and and, <laughs> and i wasn't a young man when, when we purchased it but uh you know, I loved uh, your granddaddy. He he was a, a special person, and, and I always had the the best personality and a real good football player. Oh, he, yeah. he really was, and uh, I think that uh, everybody in the community loved your family, which well, which makes you. it which makes it pretty special. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what are we looking at as far as maybe if if they're wanting a larger home? Would that be set aside in one part of the uh, neighborhood and then people who want smaller homes, which is a lot of times that's the older people after their family is gone. It's just the two of them. So and what kind of amenities do you have in in those uh, homes as far as the young people and the older people? Right. I I think the size of the homes will be pretty well spread out. I don't think there will necessarily be one section that's all big homes, Mm -hmm. one section with all small homes. They're all pretty well balanced. But, um, you know, I'm seeing people who really, a lot of people who want multiple bedrooms Mm -hmm. downstairs um, because we have multiple generations living in one home sometimes. Right. Um, People really love their kitchens and we have some great kitchens with horny homes, some good plans for that. People still cook? I guess so. Oh, my. Or they at least want to host with their takeout. (laughs) (laughs) Have plenty of counter space. But, yeah, I do hear a lot that people want land, and that's something that's a little bit hard to come by right now, at least for a good price. And so a lot of even friends my age will – They'll they'll buy a smaller house if it means they can have a bigger yard. But then mm. there's other people who are completely different and don't want to do the yard work and things like that. And so it just depends on the person. But, um, yeah, de- land is definitely something that is going up in price, but that's because the demand is high. People want it. Is, do you have a limit on how large the uh, land can be for each lot? 
for the lots, well, they're already, you know, all planned out for the whole neighborhood. So yeah. um, I think we we have a couple of lots that go as big as half an acre. Those are few and far between, but that's pretty much as big as they get is half an acre in the neighborhood. And then um, as small as about a quarter acre. Mm. I thought maybe you may have five and ten acres back there as you grow. Nobody will get a yard that big (laughs) in the neighborhood. Those are the ones that are hard to come by. Now, do you have uh, uh, people who kind of watch? Do they they have, uh, in that area, do they have uh, special restrictions on what you can have and what you can't have? Um, uh, You know, when when I lived over in Riverbend, our, our house was way too big for Jackie and I, and we had two uh, young boys, and uh, uh, Jason and Barry, and one would sleep on one side of the house, and the other one would sleep on the other, so that way we could keep them apart, yeah. and I think there was maybe four or five bedrooms in between them, which, which made it a whole lot easier, but boy, once they left, oh my gosh. We we didn't even see half the house the whole yeah. time we were there, yeah. which was crazy. And and I talked her into moving out in the country, mm-hmm. but um, you know there was times I had regrets because it, it, I missed the people in the neighborhood more right. than anything. So that is a big plus to know your neighbors and the type of people they are. Definitely. And and I, I see where you've got all kinds of play toys that they can play with. While oh, they're yeah. there, and everybody get together and yeah, swim we've got and the do the playground, all... the pool, yeah. the tennis courts, basketball courts, soccer yeah. field. Yeah. So that is a big uh, draw, isn't it? It is. People love the amenities out there, and the HOA is not too bad. So people love what they can get for the money out there. Will that ever be a gated area? I don't believe so. Yeah. I don't think that's the plan, but I guess you never know. I I uh, uh when I was uh. Uh, restricted, you might say, with that COVID mess. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I used to uh, walk through there in the morning. I wasn't breathing real hard so I could <laughs> give them the, the COVID virus, but I was, I was, I loved to walk through there. It's a very nice area. It is, yeah. It's a great place to walk. You see people walking around there all the time. Yeah. Now, are you connected with any other areas besides the Maples? Well, I can sell and help people purchase anywhere. So I don't only work in the Maples. I also work with buyers and sellers all over town. So I've done Murfreesboro Homes, Nashville, Lebanon. Um, I've done, I've worked all over. So I just love helping buyers and sellers all over. But the Maples is exciting and I love working out there. But I I do anything. (laughs) With your background and you've got to put Maples in there in your name somewhere. Is there anyone? I know that you've got the Clark. Of course, yes. Clark, that was your uh, granddaddy's right. name. Um, how, how do you let people know? Because your hair is not red. <laughs> I mean, I, when I looked at you first, I said, nah, she's not a Maples. Yeah. Well, people who know my mom can often pick me out as her daughter right away because yeah. they say we look so much alike. Yeah, you do. But, no, I, you know, I don't get the same recognition that, say, my mom has with Maple still being her maiden name. So typically people either just know who my mom is and then know that I'm from the Maples family or, you know, I tell people or some, sometimes, rarely, people do pick up on the Clark in my name. 
um, with Clark Maples. So, it, you know, it's typically I'm just telling people that, you know, at the Maples, that was my family farm or, you know, at our office, you know, my mom's the broker. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of our family business. So, yeah, it's, it's really fun to share that story with people. Yeah, and people like to deal with old-time Rutherford County people. They do. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Sarah. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. You are invited to kick off the holiday season at the Downtown Holiday Marketplace event Friday, November 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. There will be over 30 boutiques, restaurants, and entertainment venues open. The Murfreesboro Art Crawl will be participating along with area musicians in the downtown stores for your enjoyment. Bring your friends, walk around the downtown area, and find unique gifts while getting in the holiday spirit. Take the pledge. Support local this holiday season downtown. Hey guys, prioritizing your health is now more important than ever. Not only to build your immune system, but to address chronic health issues that you may have. I recommend Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness and follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. Low T Center has reinvented the doctor's visit, making it easy to get all of your levels checked, not just your testosterone. It all starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, those could be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Book your annual wellness exam today at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. We've expanded our store. We've increased at about 600 square feet. We would just be very excited for everybody to come check us out. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. We were able to put merchandise into our store that we previously haven't had displayed. Maternity clothes, scrubs, activewear, pajamas. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The Rutherford County Virtual School is now accepting applications for new students to begin the second semester. Not to be confused with distance learning programs available at all schools, the Rutherford County Virtual School launched in August as a full-time standalone school serving grades 6 through 12. It's part of the public school system run by the Rutherford County Board of Education. The school initially accepted 100 students as part of the launch, but is now looking to add another 150 students. A link to more information and an application can be found on our website, wgnsradio.com. State law enforcement and the U.S. Postal Service are looking at reports of vandalism and possible theft at six Middle Tennessee post offices. The USPS said yesterday they're reviewing incidents at two post offices in Nashville and four others in Laverne, Madison, Hermitage, and Mount Juliet. Officials say the break-ins happened after normal business hours last Sunday and Monday, and the thieves may have been targeting mail-in ballots. Tampering with the mail is a federal offense punishable by up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. 
City Hall and other city offices will be closed Wednesday, November 11th in observance of Veterans Day. The city holiday closings include St. Clair Street Senior Center and Rover, the city's public transportation system. A full list of what will be open and what will not is listed on our website, WGNSRadio.com. And there was a single vehicle accident on 231 South near Volunteer Road Wednesday afternoon. State troopers say a vehicle somehow ran into an outdoor shed next to a home on 231 South. No injuries were associated with the 2 p.m. crash. Join the conversation at Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio or follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock when it breaks and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. At Bud's Tire Bros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Hi, Bargain Hunters, listen up. French's Shoes and Boots is where you need to come for the best brands at the best prices. Boot brands like Justin, Tony Lama, Lucchese, Keen, Thoroughgood, Ariat, and many more. Shoe brands like Merrill, Ariat, Twisted X, and Hey Dude. Clothing by all the name brands, 50 to 70% off. Caps, hats, and accessories all marked down for this once-a-year sale. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see partial sunshine developing this afternoon with a high in the upper 60s. South winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, alone near 44. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 52. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back to Sarah Clark. I love that name. It, Thank it, you. It's almost, it has to be one name, doesn't it? I have friends yeah. that have double names, and, that, and that's all I'll call them. I will not shorten it up at all. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it it's it's a family name, but it it is it's kind of it has a rhythm to it, doesn't Thank it? Thank you. Yeah, I like to think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, the things that are going on as far as real estate is concerned is the market still really really good, and I in the biggest difference between some of the other states and what we've got here is people they're just moving out in droves to come to a place that's more realistic and tennessee is the perfect place to come of course we don't we don't have that state income tax right and but 
the homes are affordable, and a lot of them come from places like California and New York where they've made uh, big money. Yeah. But the big money is going out the door with all the taxes that they've <laughs> right. got in those particular states, and they're looking for something that um, is not as harsh as their particular states are concerned. Right. And are you seeing a lot of that as far as out-of-state people looking for the perfect area? Yes, there have been a lot of out-of-state people moving into Tennessee, and especially Middle Tennessee and Rutherford County um, because of the state income tax, but also because our houses are more affordable. And Mm -hmm. some people may laugh to hear that our houses are affordable because for first-time home buyers, it can be really tough with this market. But compared to some of those states, like you mentioned, it really is affordable. And even compared to Nashville and Williamson Mm -hmm. County, people are really kind of moving out of there toward this way. And I'm curious to see um, how long it'll take for even the areas around Murfreesboro, like Manchester and Woodbury and Shelbyville to start growing as well because people just keep moving outward and outward. And like I said, people want land and you can get more land out that way or sometimes you can get more for your money. But so I do see a lot of people trending toward those towns even now. But um, yeah, a lot of people are definitely moving to Murfreesboro and it's mm-hmm. exciting for the market. Is the city and the county, is it adjusting to all the things that they have to provide? as the, all the, the these communities here in Rutherford County are growing so fast. I mean, the one thing that aggravates me more than anything else is the traffic. The oh, traffic yeah. is just terrible. It takes me 35 or 40 minutes to drive from my house over here to Adams Place in the wow. morning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some traffic. I hope that we're able to keep up with how many people are moving here. But I would say it's probably a little difficult to keep up with that. But I'm hopeful. I, I think Murfreesboro can handle it. Yeah. And now the other question is, can you handle the numbers that are wanting to come here? And well, how do you contact or They're trying to contact you, I'm sure, first. Um, how do they reach you? Uh, is it uh, through the Internet? Do, do you provide all that information for them. And, uh, um, and uh, another thing I wonder is, do they think that it's really realistic to be able to come to a place so nice and yet so affordable? Because what they're leaving, I, um, this election process has aggravated me so much because of the people that seem to be so distant from us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people... For your first question, people reach me through, you know, I have a website, I have a Facebook page um, where people can reach me. I'm pretty active on social media, Um, and so that's how people can contact me or get my phone number and my email. And so, um, and oftentimes, things like that out of state come from referrals. They'll talk to someone they know who's an agent who will connect with an agent across the country. And that's happened for me one time from uh, South Carolina. And Mm -hmm. so that social media comes into play there as well. But, yeah, I mean, with the Internet and all of of what you can do there, it's pretty easy to get in in touch with people. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I mean, people are definitely excited when they move out here and they can get – what they think, you know, is a lot for their money. And we have great houses out here. And um, 
it's just Murfreesboro is just a great place to live. And I hear yeah. that more and more as more people move here. They really love how close it is to Nashville without all the busyness that Nashville has. And yeah. talk about traffic. Nashville has a lot more traffic than Murfreesboro. And so people love that for that reason. I always say we have everything we need here, just like Nashville, but it's a lot easier to get around. <laughs> so that's well, what I like about well, it. Well, when they come in, hon, I wish you would tell them what the rules of the road <laughs> are once they move in. That here. would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, most of them don't realize that the left lane is a passing lane. Right. Yeah. Right. They, they'll move over there and then slow down. And it, it, it's, it's just bumper to bumper everywhere you I go. Know, there needs to be some kind of handbook. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> now, when you have deal with other real estate agencies in other states, do you have a business relationship with those type people? Yes. Yeah, so someone can refer their client to us, you know, if they're moving out of state or even if they just don't know anyone here, but mm -hmm. they have a realtor friend from out of town. Um, so that agent will call us and mm -hmm. say, I have a client for you. And yeah, we keep them updated throughout the process. They become our client, but since they're the referring agent, we keep them updated with, you know, oh, they're under contract or we've looked at this many houses. And so they're definitely in the loop. Um, so we do, you know, you keep a relationship with those people. Yeah. Is there any limit that we're looking at for the future that hopefully we don't get into, what was it, 2008, maybe, yeah. when everything just dropped? Uh, you, uh, the real estate people really had a hard time surviving yeah. during all that time. Right. And, and it's funny how you have your ups and your downs. Yeah. Um, is there anything in particular uh, that causes that? Uh, do you ever reach a point where you're just sated? I mean, there, there's no other room and, and you're out searching for properties that mm -hmm. you you would love to have to be able to um, um, manage as far as uh, putting in new subdivisions and things like right. that? Well, you know, the people who predict market trends like that have not predicted that we'll have another drop like 2008. Mm -hmm. They say it's possible we could have a little bit of a drop, but nothing like that at all. Um, I think our market's going to stay pretty good, especially here in Middle Tennessee. You know, nationwide, it could be different, but we're doing really well here. And so there's definitely a high demand for houses right now. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of buyers on the market because interest rates are still so good. So a lot of people are buying their first homes or they're upgrading their home. So there's a lot of buyers out on the market and there's not as many sellers. So it's mm -hmm. definitely a seller's market because I'm seeing houses go for full price in a couple of days, especially in that first time home buyer budget. Um, and so uh, and they're even getting multiple offers sometimes yeah. within a few days. And so it's definitely a great time to sell. And actually the number of listings last month went way down from the month before. So mm -hmm. we have a demand for listings and I think people need to know that they can get their house on the market and probably sold pretty quickly and also take advantage of that low interest rate to upgrade to another house. So, um, I what don't is think 3% now. It's around there. It depends on the day and the credit score and the type of loan. But, yeah, I mean, people are getting 3%. I've even seen lower. I'm not sure if we're still lower than 3%, but they're they're staying pretty low. And so I, I definitely recommend buyers to take advantage of that right now while they can. 
but I don't, you know, I don't think we'll run out of properties anytime soon. We do still have mm-hmm. a good amount of land to develop in, in Murfreesboro. And like I said, people are building new construction all the time. And so I think we're keeping up with the demand and I, I think the market will stay good. Now, how do you represent someone who is wanting to sell their home and do you give them a kind of like a price option on what they can and does that start the bidding warfare because i've heard a lot of that going on right now there have definitely yeah there's definitely been some of that um multiple offers bring your best offer right the first time Mm -hmm. it's really not the time to get a deal on a home but that's okay because the interest rates are so good so Mm -hmm. it you know a little bit of give and take there but yeah, you know, when, when I list a home, ultimately the seller chooses the price that they want to list at. I give them yeah. a range based on what things have sold for around the area, um, updates they've done to their home and things like that. But it's ultimately up to them. And then um, it, of course, has to appraise for whatever the buyer ends up getting it for. And so, um, yeah, the, I mean, buyers are very often bringing full price or higher in order to secure the house. So if you give them a range... And maybe the house goes well above that. Yeah. What What happens with the seller at that time? I mean, they. I'm sure their heads are spinning. Oh, they're excited. Yeah. But there there are concerns too about well, will it even appraise for that much? Because you know we valued it out at what we think it's worth, and so there's a little bit of concern there. But yeah, sellers are always excited to get above full price for sure. So what if? It doesn't appraise for that amount, but the buyer still wants that house at that, yeah. at that they level. They have a couple options. Either the buyer, if they're getting a loan, you know, if they're paying cash, that's a different story. But if they're getting a loan, they have to pay that difference out of pocket mm-hmm. in cash, which some, sometimes they're not able to do. And so the other option is the seller comes down to that price. Mm-hmm. And most things are appraising right now, but that just always is a risk that you run when you go over full price. But buyers really are, are willing to do it just to get a house that they want. People are having to offer over full price. Is it hard to get insurance coverage for that price that, that you go above what the normal price would be? I haven't seen that being a problem. Um, obviously, I'm not an insurance agent, so I don't know all the ins and outs of that. But I haven't seen any issues with getting insurance coverage for that. Mm-hmm. So basically, when you're selling your home, you have already got something picked out. Uh, I Usually. would say most of the time. Usually. Yeah. And uh, it, it, um, it, if you turn into a, a, a bid in war, you, when you sell a house at, at a much larger uh, price than what you have built that particular house or bought that house for, uh, do you have the same problem trying to purchase a house right. that... Um, it, it it balances off, doesn't that it? That is a tricky part. If you're yes. wanting to make a lot of money off of it, you got to figure out, well, where am I going to live, live now and what is it going to cost me to go there? Right. Of course, it's amazing when you sell your house for more than you bought it for and make a big profit. But, yeah, then you turn around and buy a house that's also in that same market yeah. and probably, you know, costs more than you may have expected it to. And so, yeah, that's, you know... That's the tricky part when you're upgrading yeah. to a new home. 
but yeah, getting that extra equity in your in the house you're selling helps, and the interest rates right now definitely help too. So that's why so many people are upgrading because they can get that nicer house for a better payment sometimes. Okay, if you sell a house well above what you have paid for that house, and you make uh, two hundred thousand yeah. dollars off of it. Um, are you hit with a big tax by selling that house or, or will that roll over as far as, uh, uh, the taxes uh, or the rate that you may have to pay on that yeah. income, say f- as far as your uh, income tax, uh, federal income tax, right. that, that, uh, you, you don't have to pay that all the time for that profit, do you? It depends on how much profit you make. And also, if you've lived there for less than two years and you sell it, you're always going to have to pay yeah. that capital gains tax on whatever profit you make. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically, people know that. And typically, people don't sell within two years. That does happen sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, if you make a lot of profit, you are you do have, I believe, have to pay some taxes on that. But um, that, you know, that's going to be... if even invested in the house and flipped it and making a huge profit or you've owned it for a really long time. Um, and so you make that huge profit on it based on when you bought it. But, um, yeah, that's definitely something to consider, but typically isn't a huge issue. People are still, still think it's worth it to get that profit out of the house. Yeah. Houses will always be outside of, uh, your own family members, the most precious thing in your life, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And, and and that's when we were young, we would buy our starter homes mm-hmm. because I think that we were more aware of uh, cost and and all those things, and we really didn't have a whole lot of money. Most yeah. of us didn't, so we would buy a starter home that would maybe uh, fourteen hundred square feet, or maybe not even that. We might have one or two bedrooms in it. And then as we uh, started getting uh, higher salaries and going to new jobs, we would work into a larger home. Do you ever see that as far as starting at the bottom level and working up? I don't see that as much with people, the young people today. Yeah, I, I think that's still the game for a lot of people. You know, first-time mm-hmm. homebuyers, um, it's getting tougher and tougher with how the market just keeps going up and up. Mm-hmm. and you know, it's harder to afford that first house than it was a long time ago. And so people are still getting those starter homes, you know, in their twenties and then live there, you know, typically the goal is about five years and then Mm -hmm. they can upgrade to something else. And that's definitely something that, you know, I work with, with first time home buyers is just the expectation of what they're able to afford. And there are, you know, great first time homes out there, good Mm -hmm. starter homes out there, but it is, you know, managing those expectations and, Websites where people can search for homes are really helpful with that because typically buyers know coming in what to expect because they've already been searching for homes online and in mm-hmm. their budget and things like that. Um, and so I would say starter homes are definitely still a thing. People do start there and then eventually start upgrading as they get more equity or their salary increases. They're able to afford more. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's fun to think about how you just it gets better and better as you go. Is the internet the way to go starting out initially? My brother Mike told me that you were you're the guru when it comes <laughs> to tech. 
in, in your business. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would be lost looking at all that. People, <laughs> uh, the older people like me, some are 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 good with tech stuff, and but most of us aren't. Yeah, there are definitely more techie people out there than me, I will say. But I do love social media. I love being active on social media. And I think that's huge right now. People Mm -hmm. are reminded when they see their agent on social media that they're a real estate agent and that they know what they're doing. And it's a great way to advertise Mm -hmm. homes for sale. Um, You know, we do Facebook ads for when we have a listing or an open house and it goes out to people all over town. And Mm -hmm. so it's really the new advertising. You don't see as much um, being advertised in the newspaper or things like that as you used to. It's really all on social media now and that's exciting because i love social media social media and i love doing social media and why (laughs) it's just fun (laughs) i love to connect with people and it it's such a a quick response too. you know you post something Mm -hmm. and people really quickly respond to that or engage with that and so it's just a great way to connect with people I'm actually teaching some social media classes at our office this month um, to try Are to get most us. Are most of them older? I, I don't know who's going to come, but maybe. And so I, Forget I'm my brother. Don't, don't get him over. <laughs> I don't know if Mike's <laughs> coming like or me. not. I don't know if Mike will get on Instagram. Yeah. But I, I do love using that as a tool for real estate, and it's a great way to do education pieces. I'm, I'm doing a series on my Instagram right now about the home buying process. And so it's just a good way to get information out to people that they might not have otherwise. And you putting it out there yourself, you know, you want to be a trusted source. And so it's a good way to, to become that. Now people actually do business through the computer, don't they? Yes. Uh, And uh, I have a hard time, um, putting my finger on it. I, I really do because uh, I, what about these people who uh, send you little postcards in the mail that want to buy your home? I bet I have oh. been deluged with those those things. And, and I, I'm one of these people I don't trust anything. Yeah. In, in my business, I have seen so many things that have been done that are, some of them, illegal. Yeah. But but who are these people? They say, well, it's um, I don't know if, if they look through the, uh, the property assessor's office or, or whatever, or do they do that to everybody? Yeah, you know, it's a marketing tool and everybody does it differently. I don't I don't do a lot of mailings. I've done a couple, but yeah, it's definitely a tool to send out postcards and say I have a buyer for your home. If sometimes they really are legitimate and a realtor will have a buyer who is wanting to live in that neighborhood. So mm-hmm. they'll send out a postcard or a letter to the neighborhood saying I have a buyer, Does, you know, if you want to sell your house, I have a buyer who wants this neighborhood. And so a lot of the times that really is, you know, valid and um, and then sometimes, you know, it, it could be investors who want to buy your house and, you know, resell it and, and things like that. It just really depends. But, um, yeah, there, people are definitely still sending things in the mail, but mm-hmm. the internet is also how, you know, a lot of things are moving and all of our transactions are really done online now. Is, are there any really, really, uh, neighborhoods that are so attractive that people just want to be over in that particular section? 
I really haven't had buyers that say, I want this neighborhood and this neighborhood only. It's mm. typically just areas of town mm -hmm. um, that people will have their eye on. And that could be for where the location of where they work or where their kids already go to school or things like that. But um, unless it's new construction and people know I want to build in this neighborhood, um, people are typically open to at least a few different neighborhoods, mm -hmm. at least in my experience. I'm sure there's people out there who have their eye on a specific neighborhood. Um, we definitely, when we bought our house, had our eye on certain neighborhoods that we wanted, but mm -hmm. um, it, it's not common for me to see just one specific neighborhood. Again, unless it's new construction. What about downtown Murfreesboro? Yeah. Say on East Main, yeah. the old uh, historical neighborhoods. Yeah. Do you have a lot of uh, contacts with people who are looking over there? I noticed that they they have at least one on East Main Street, There's one of the a older few homes. Of those big historical homes for sale yeah. now. I think at least three um, that are all beautiful, mm -hmm. um, but they're up in that price range where you know they'll they'll take a little longer to sell, but they really are some amazing homes. I do have a buyer who likes that neighborhood. Um, it's not as common because it has to be the right person who wants an older home. Yeah. There's so many people now who want new stuff and it just depends on the person for what they want. Um, I love old homes, but yeah, I do too. yeah, I think they just have so much charm and character, but mm. they come with their own set of problems at the same time. So it just depends on what people want the most. But yeah, there's definitely, I think some growth happening downtown and people moving more toward that area again. I know for a while it wasn't exactly where people were wanting to go. Um, but it, it really is booming and growing now. I know there's even some, you know, townhome construction happening over there to try to boost that area. Yeah. And that's going to be a big time yeah, project. Even our square, I think has finally really caught on. I know for a little it's while, taking there, them long enough. I know there were so many businesses that opened and we were excited about them and yeah. they would close, but it seems like now businesses that are coming over there are doing well. So I think that's really exciting. I'm, I'm glad to have a, a strong downtown. You know, uh, I wish that we had a walking downtown area yeah. I, around the uh, courthouse and things like that. I'd love where no parking whatsoever would be allowed yeah, on that. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, it would be. I'll work on that for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, your granddaddy and all of us, we used to uh, walk all over the place back yeah. in those days. And uh, even after football practice, we would... Uh, walk home or run home it might be two or three miles but yeah. we still we'd make it back yeah uh, i think we were uh, probably a little bit more active and now you're seeing a lot of older people walk in, in, in on the east main street and and down those historical yeah. places it, yeah it's it's pretty special it is do you ever have anybody say maybe not as old as me but but they're looking for the historical spots and a lot of, of those are skilled i know uh, uh gordon bell do you know gordon and sarah bell i don't think so they, they've got that big house over close to oakland's mansion oh it, the one that's it's yeah. gated and and everything you should see what they've done with that house inside it still has the old historical 
things that were in it back many, many years ago. Yeah. And uh, when you walk through there, it, it's it's like going back in the 1800s. Yeah, it I just, love that. It, yeah, it's just absolutely special. But people who are skilled that can keep those things right. uh, the way they are, it, it makes it even more valuable. Yeah, you have to have a certain level of being able to do the upkeep yeah. on that type of house. And you want to know that you're you're able to keep that historical um, feel to it. You know, people are definitely, I think, doing some updating and renovations on those homes. But Mm -hmm. the ones I've seen that are for sale still definitely have um, the style of the historical home. And I don't think that the renovations have taken that away. And so I love to see that because, you know, you're maintaining these beautiful historic homes and um, keeping their value up. But at the same time, maintaining the history of them and that style that you just don't you don't see anymore yeah have you been to italy i haven't i would love to you haven't (laughs) i have not uh your husband has relatives over there right yes his grandfather moved from italy that's where the name comes from. It's from here, from there to here. Yes. Your grandfather. I yes, presume there's still blood kin over there. Yes. I, yeah, I think there's definitely still family over there. Yeah. I would love to go over and visit. And you probably could have contacts there that could show you all the places to go to. Absolutely. And Italy is a beautiful place. Yeah, I would love to go. My husband has gotten to go. Oh, um, has he? To Europe. Yeah. I don't he he went on a school trip, so he didn't necessarily meet up with family or anything like that. But I would love to do that and meet some Baccarosas over there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Now when people come to Rutherford County or and they're looking for a home they're coming from other states and they contact you yeah um what do you show them i mean as far as the community is concerned what are the real valued places that uh, they would want to see i mean you have a lot of history yeah uh, back from the 1860s that are that are here uh we've been having a little um kind of connections with the Sam Davis home, which is a a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, What what are the things you want them to see? Just uh, as as, as Sarah Clark, what would Sarah Clark, if you were coming here, what would you want to see in, in the type of community? I used to have people call me back when I had my other job, and they would know, they would want to know, one, uh, the education process in Rutherford yeah. County. They want to know the, the safety and, and the type of communities that we have. And um, it, it's, um, it, it's, it's really a major thing for each individual that what they're looking for. Right. Everybody cares about something different. Yeah. yeah. What do you mostly see? You know, I see um, with younger people who are moving here, you know, they – People my age, we love downtowns, things mm-hmm. like that, cute shops, and the, and we love the history too. But, you know, I had some buyers who were moving from Tullahoma and Nashville, getting married and meeting up in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I showed them downtown, and then I also took them over to, you know, 
medical center and showed them all the new stuff, the up and coming. So I think there's such a mix in Murfreesboro to show people with the history Mm -hmm. and our downtown and areas like that, but then also show that we're still growing so much over in those other areas where there's so much development and Mm -hmm. new businesses and restaurants because people like to know that, you know, there's, there's growth here and there's always new things coming to town. So I, you know, I show clients a mix of both things and people are interested to hear about our schools. And obviously we have an amazing school system and that's one thing people love about Rutherford County. And so, yeah, you know, I, I try to show them the different areas of town. We have our different parts. Uh, but yeah, people, people love, all kinds of things about our town. Yeah, you can do anything here. Yeah. The Greenway is, is, yes. is a big plus yes. right now. Yes, people love that too. Yeah. How, how much did COVID affect? I know it hit the small businesses really, really hard. Yeah. How did that part affect your business? Well, May was actually the best month I've ever had following oh, wow. up on our true month of lockdown. Um, and so I think because of the interest rates, that's what really helped us, I think, mm-hmm. because people were still out there buying because of the interest rates. And it looked different. There were, you know, some virtual showings. People, showings happened differently. Sometimes we would leave the lights on and doors open so that people didn't have to touch anything Mm -hmm. when they went inside. Um, So it looked different, and we're still doing a little bit of that. But the market really has stayed strong. The only thing we're seeing is not as many people are selling. But it's, like I said earlier, it's a great time to sell. So I hope more people will see that and start start selling again. But, you know, it it has – it stayed strong, and I've been really thankful that I've still had a job that's doing well when so many people are – having a hard time and and so i'm excited that we live in a place where that's the case with real estate what if you run into a crotchety old man like me (laughs) and uh i i I don't want to wear a mask Uh but i don't want a virtual showing of where i'm going either how do do you work through that Well, it, I would definitely encourage you to wear a mask. And people are, you know, providing masks sometimes at the house or hand sanitizer. It just it depends on what the seller is really comfortable with. And so, especially during lockdown when we were all staying home, um, it it that was, was tough. It was tough. It was really tough. But there was a lot of communication between agents when you had a showing of like what protocols is your seller wanting and. Basically, if the seller wants that and the buyer isn't willing to do it, then maybe we don't need to see that house. And so, you know, it it really depends on the situation and what people are comfortable with. And some people weren't doing in-person showings at all. They were only, you know, showing pictures and people were doing virtual tours and things like that. Thankfully, we have such good technology now that it made that possible and some people could feel comfortable buying a house without seeing it in person but most of the people i work with still felt okay with doing showings it just looked a little different yeah what if someone uh, there are a lot of collectors in this area and what if they want to sell those items <laughs> they want to sell those items uh through um, the internet. Right. Um, how do you go through that as far as, uh, I mean, you're, you may be selling items that are worth a lot, a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. And, and you probably need uh, experts in that area 
to be able to value those particular items. Yeah. How do you do that? Because I know that I have seen some of that happening here. Right. So we have an auction team mm-hmm. at our office that handles personal property and real property auctions. Um, typically, the personal property is part of the house auction. Yeah. So we don't we don't really do only personal property auctions, mm-hmm. very, very rarely. And so if, you know, a family member dies and their family is in charge of selling their house and all of their things, an auction is a really great way to do that because our auction team will go in organize, clean, get everything ready to sell. And this year, especially, we've been doing a lot of online personal property auctions. Mm-hmm. So a little bit like eBay. It's really fun. You go on and you you make your bid and you can, you know, set your highest bid that and make it automatically bid for you, things like that. And then at the end of the auction, you find out if, if you want anything. And then we have a pickup where everyone goes and picks up what they want. Um or what they bought. And mm-hmm. so, and we have a preview beforehand where people can go and look at the items in person if they want to. And so we've been doing a lot of those online auctions, but yeah. you know, sometimes they're in person and all of the personal property sells at auction before the house. So it's a really good way to care for families who have lost someone and are under so much stress and grief. And it's a great way to just help them by taking that on and saying, you know, Get what you want out of this house, and we'll mm-hmm. take care of the rest. And I'm I'm not an auctioneer, but we have some great auctioneers like Mike, <laughs> your brother, who who work on that. And we have had some interesting collections at our auctions. Mm-hmm. I know a few months ago, um, one of our auctioneers, Brad, had patches, patches on patches. I think maybe thousands of patches. And mm-hmm. so we do have some niche collections like that that really bring out a different crowd yeah. to auctions who who want to see things like that and know the value of those things and so we don't do really any of the valuation we we just auction it and people people offer what leave it up to the buyer to know exactly yeah Yeah. i've seen a lot of things especially watches old old watches yeah they'll sell better than anything i've never seen anything like it yeah and of course weapons guns right people love that that too we've run out of time hon Uh uh-oh i have loved it talking away yeah we could keep on going for another three (laughs) or four hours because you're a great guest i mean you're so knowledgeable it it just uh automatically comes to you thank you yeah i'll come anytime you'll have me I would love to. And, and maybe you can bring Mama next time. Maybe I will next yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be special. <laughs> Sarah Clark. Uh, you got it. Baccarusa. Baccarusa. Yes. Yeah, the old. Okay. <laughs> I got you. At, at Maples, right? Yes. Or, 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 Maples Realty. Maples Realty. And how can they reach you? Uh, they can call me. At, yeah. At 615-962-5476. Um, I have a website, sarahclark.maplesrealtyandauction.com. Uh-huh. Um, it's spelled S-A-R-A-C-L-A-R-K-E. And she is sweet as she sounds. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning see at ya. 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.